Welcome back to YouTube with the boys. Today we have a fantastic episode on Ryan Trahan. Is this your garage sale? Yes, sir. So how much for the garage? So this week, um, I looked at a YouTuber called Ryan Trahan. He's not a gaming YouTuber. Um, he has 7.4 million subscribers, but he does do really fun videos that usually um, center on accomplishing the ridiculous. Um, some of these videos include, um, <clears throat> trading one penny into a house. That was a four-video series. He also had, um, uh, living for a week off of one penny, spending 100 days in the metaverse, um, traveling a cross-country road trip, um, oh, sorry, Tesla autopilot for 24 hours straight, um, and other videos like that. And, um, yeah, I reviewed him. So, here's what I gotta say. This guy was really funny to watch. You know, a lot of times you see people like this and it can go a few ways. Generally, with 7.4 million subscribers, they're pretty good at what they do. And, you know, you don't see many YouTubers at this caliber who are bad at what they do. Sometimes they can be a bit kiddy or a bit applicable to a specific audience of maybe certain generation. Ryan, I don't know, he felt like anybody could watch him. A very Mr. Beast type creator where you feel like anybody of all age could just click on that video and be like, no, this guy seems great, he's entertaining. So, let me talk about his videos. Ryan, um, does, like I said, does a lot of types of videos, but the two kind of series-ish I saw were spending a lot of time doing something, kind of a Mr. Beast-esque video, or... Turning a cent into something. He turned a penny into something multiple times. Um, so, you know, let's talk about... First, let's talk about the 100 days type videos. So, in the spending time doing something, um, the first one I watched was uh, a video with 27 million views two years ago, which was uh, Tesla Autopilot for 24 hours straight. And then this... Uh, Ryan wanted to see how long he could do. Like, he did a Tesla road trip all the way from... Um, like Austin to Chicago, which is technically cross-country. Um, he did that for 24, it took like over 24 hours straight, like I said, like it says in the video, where he was just using the autopilot on the highway. Now, I'll be honest, you know, in this video, it could have been very non-exciting. You know, it's just a road trip. But it was a lot more exciting than I thought. The way Ryan shot and framed it came out really interesting because, um, he said, like, there was, um, it was hard to get superchargers, so, you know, he, he was struggling to make it to the actual, like, charging stations, and it was getting a little risky. He kind of locked his food and stuff, his mood. I think he got pulled over once. Um, just a bunch of different sort of antics. It was, uh, pretty interesting. But, like, what was most interesting is that, like, Ryan didn't put on, like, a funny face, like, the whole time. Like, Generally, Ryan's a positive guy. You know, you you hear his voice, you see him. He's very positive. He actually lost his voice in this video, if I remember correctly. But he did a good job, I think, of showing the downsides. I think sometimes creators like this will do a video, and they'll just be like, wow, that was, like, such a fun, creative challenge. Like, um, that was, like, so great, you know, and whatever. And just, they're almost, like, too much positivity. But Ryan kind of had the maturity at the end of this video to be like, this like sucked, like don't take the Tesla autopilot um, across like cross country. 
Satisfaction. All right, overall score, what am I gonna rate it? Look, this SUV is awesome. I mean, it's spacious, fast, decent range. Autopilot is sick. I think I fell in love with this SUV on the, on the trip. I think I realized like, wow, I really do love this car, but I would never do this again. 100% never going on a long road trip in this vehicle that requires 11 superchargers. We were in Chicago for a shorter amount of time than we were on the road driving. That's ludicrous. There are games on the Tesla, which is fun. Entertain yourself while you stop at a supercharger. I didn't feel unsafe because autopilot was great. Friends, the only reason I think that this was actually a decent memory to look back on and five out of 10. And I think that sometimes people are, you know, tempted to say what the audience wants to hear. And, um, and in this case, I think it would be the like, oh, Teslas are great. Because, I mean, a lot of the internet loves Tesla. So I feel like, you know, they were looking for, oh, Teslas are great. Buy one. You should go cross country. They're perfect for everything. But since he kind of said at the end, man, this this sucked. Like, I wouldn't do it again. I mean, it was accomplished, but I wouldn't do it again. I thought that was a, you know, very interesting thing to say. I thought it was pretty cool that he was just like, he kind of went out there and was like, yeah, this is the case, you know. This is not great. Um, I just thought that was very mature of him to say, and it made me made him feel a lot more likable. Um, another, you know, kind of spending time video I watched was 100 Days in the Metaverse. And this video was pretty good. So I think with this video is um, basically he spent 100 Metaverse days, which I don't know how long that turned out to be. It was around, I think, like 30 hours or something, maybe maybe a bit more. Um, but he just spent them in the metaverse, and he, like, uh, had his goggles, so, like, when he taps them, he would actually never take them off. Like, so when he was eating, he would just tap them, and it would, like, there was a camera on the front of the goggles, so he would see what he was doing in real life, but he never took out the goggles. And, you know, first, let me just say, that that seems horrible. I would never actually ever want to do that. Like, just having a screen in front of your eyes for that long, it could not be healthy. I feel like it would be have a big effect on my like mental health even if there are people in the metaverse um but wow it would not be fun and this video was really good and it showed his how good of a level he is as a youtuber and I'll I'll explain why so if you have that much time you're not guaranteed content what i think is an interesting point that you know Ludwig brought up with the subathon is that a lot of it was boring if he didn't have that clock, it would be the most boring stream ever. And I think that can happen with a lot of spending blank and blank times. If you notice the Mr. Beast crew, whenever they do spending like 100 days or days or how many hours can they spend in here, they always usually have the gang doing a lot of antics. Like they have a lot of challenges and different things in the middle to change things up. But with the metaverse, that was kind of hard to do. So the question was, you know, how does Ryan keep his audience entertained for a long amount of time? And what he did was he created a storyline. And it revealed his skill, I think, as like a filmmaker, kind of. Because he, he made this friend in the beginning. His first mission was to make friends, become the most popular man on the metaverse. And made this friend named Clay. I'm going to spoil part of the video. but Now, eventually, you know, he like hung out with Clay, did stuff there. Then Clay got off and he got all sad. Clay came back at one point. Oh, he's happy again. But then Clay got off. And now it was an extended period of time Clay was off. So, you know, he was looking for him and all that. And he kind of made this storyline about him and Clay's relationship. This just, this random dude on the metaverse made, like, the story about their relationship. And multiple things kind of happened within. 
But now you have this video that's not only, you know, 100 days in the metaverse, that is not the only plot line of how hard that is, but there is also the plot line of him and Clay. And eventually, I don't remember if Clay comes back in the metaverse at the end. But then, at the end of the video, he goes the extra step of meeting Clay in real life. Is that him? Yo! <laughs> What's up, Clay? How's it going, bro? Good, buddy. How you doing? Good. Good to see you. Clay and I met up and got our favorite McDonald's orders. We actually had a great time together. <laughs> Turns out he is 5'10". He's an old soul, and he's lactose intolerant, too. Maybe the metaverse won't be so bad. Or maybe we just need to spend more time being ourselves. And I think that's what kind of separates him into a higher category. I think a lot of people, you know, a lot of YouTubers may have finished it there. They're like, okay, we have this storyline, you know, we're good now. We can go home. I spent 100 days in the metaverse. But Ryan, with the further step, he's like, I'm going to meet this random guy I made friends with on the internet who seems cool. I think that'll put a good ending on the story, this like little ribbon on top. And it did. I think that that went the extra step and really made the difference in all of that. So those are kind of, I feel like, uh, a good gist. I also watched like, him spending time in 7th century deprivation, but I felt like that gives you a good gist of um, those types of videos. And now we have the Penny videos. So I think multiple times Ryan has done you know videos where he has turned a penny into something. He has, you know... I survived on one cent for a week. Let me go to recent uploads. Um, yeah, I survived on one cent for a week, trading um, one cent into a house. Um, I uh, That's that one again. I think he has more. Turning one cent into $1,000 in isolation. Turning one cent into $1,000 in isolation, episode two. And these are all kind of series. I survived on one cent for three days. So he has... All sorts of stuff like that. And these are all series. So what was happening is like he would film one video and you would kind of see how his first day went. And then he would film a few more. And in these videos, he takes a penny and he basically goes around and uses it to live on things. So at first he like trades it for something, then trades that, trades that. But a large part of these types of videos are walking around on the street just asking strangers for things. Which in my mind is terrifying. It's him with a penny or something asking, oh, hey, would you like to trade something for this? Would you like to trade something for this? Would you like to trade something to this? For just completely random people. And um, I watched, I think it was like an eight episode series on him. Um, not eight, sorry. Five, uh, four episode series. Why did I say eight? Four episode series on him um, trading a penny into a house. And that included a lot of periods of time where he had to uncomfortably just go up and talk to random people and ask them if they would trade things. But what's interesting about this is that Ryan is a very awkward person. I don't know if this is how he actually is or is just his screen personality, but his self-talk is kind of negative. He's like, oh my god, I'm so, I look so stupid with this. Uh, obviously he's like, he's just walking. He's like, oh, I look, I look so stupid with this walking up to people. Oh, those people thought I was weird. He did not want to do that. But then he continues to go up to these people. So it's almost like you're kind of seeing someone push through the fear of, you know, strangers and all of this to actually get his goal done, which is kind of cool. He's kind of pushing through, you know, the problems to see himself kind of succeed. And he's a really nice guy. I think that, like, 
just through, I don't know what, you know, qualities in particular, but just through watching him for this week, I don't know, I just find him very personable. He seems really cool, and like, I, I just would want to be friends with him. Hey guys, I'm selling mints for 25 cents each. It's okay. No worries. Ryan practicing saying hi. Hey y'all, I'm selling peppermints. Hey y'all. Hey y'all. Hey y'all. And he had fans coming up on the street during his like penny videos, and he'd always be super nice to them and respectful, especially all the people who traded to him. He just seemed like he wanted to make everyone a friend and have a positive experience. I think that I don't know. It 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 seemed for some reason Everything felt like a bit more personal than Mr. Beast, and I don't know why exactly. I guess there's just this, like, feeling it's like a straight-up business transaction when Mr. Beast gets someone money. And I think Mr. Beast really cares about people, charity-wise, but Ryan felt like he was just, like, he and this community were coming together to make a video. Because what's cool about Ryan's videos is, you know, Penny videos is all these, you know, trades and, you know, selling things to gain money. They all depend on the community. They depend on how nice people are and how that. And I don't know if how he picks his towns before, but when you do see people come together and people kind of offer a kind hand out to him, it feels pretty special. And um, you get to see him and just a nice, respectful guy, you know kind of meander his way through different situations in different people. And when they, like, have successes, it's really fun to watch. And I mean, also, just the idea of turning a penny into a house is um, pretty crazy. So, yeah, that's going to do well on YouTube. Um, hmm. Do I have anything I don't like about his videos? I felt like um, the first turning up or surviving on a penny, I think, was for a week. It was a little long, in my opinion. Um, where was this? Yeah. So the first day, it was um, twenty. It said twenty-two million views. The video was twenty-five minutes. And the only problem with that is, like, I want to binge, and I was just like, I do not know if I can watch like. 70 more minutes of this same thing because I, I know his like experience was going to get to be better but with their surviving concept it felt a bit more like I would be watching like similar content like I wanted something to work towards more and I guess I didn't feel like that fully came through um his all his um thumbnails are pretty good I feel like the editing's pretty good good the camera work and then yeah uh, I honestly don't have many, you know, much feedback for him. I think all his bits are pretty funny. He has a lot of awkward kind of bits. He kind of, like, uses his awkwardness to um, his advantage in how he does things. And, um, you know, how he sounds, just, like, the faces he makes. Uh, he met Doc Dr. Phil once that, for some reason, that was, like, a subscriber goal. That if he beat Dr. Phil and subscribers... He would interview him, and that happened, so he interviewed Dr. Phil, and that was, like, kind of just a cute video, honestly. I don't know how else to say it. He was all nervous before. I don't know how much of it is for the camera or not, but no matter what, um, he had a funny conversation with Dr. Phil. It's always fun to have Dr. Phil in a video, and um, I feel like so he does those awkward bits, and then he'll make, like, just dumb jokes, just dumb jokes, 
And it's the dumbness with the awkwardness that kind of combines for this perfect recipe of a funny bit. Um, but I think that is going to be um, mostly it on him. Yeah. Um, so I do have something to say. Um, thank you for your support as always. But um, over the next few weeks, uh, I have the opportunity in my year that I'm actually going to try to bump up a lot of the posts and a lot of the socials and everything. So if you could support me there, um, that would be really helpful. But we're just going to try to make this podcast a lot better and hopefully for a few weeks kind of grind it. So, yeah, thank you. Um, I appreciate your support and everything. Um, I'll see you guys next time. Goodbye. (laughs) 